What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From Broadway to Belmont. I am your host, Chris DeSelms, and with me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Kevin Koff. Kevin, jump in, say hello. What's up? What's up, Chris? What's up, fans? Good to be back. Sir. Sweating out a uh, 3-3 Islanders game in the third period with the Flyers right now, but we'll see what that goes. Not watching it live, but I'm going to keep up with it on my phone and probably get some (laughs) sort of reaction here. But uh, yeah, all good. How's uh, how's life down in uh, lovely Virginia? Um, I guess good. not technically Virginia, but yeah, no, we're, we're call on, it. yeah, just the district of the swamp. Uh, yeah, no, it's good. <laughs> can't can't complain about life down here. Um, uh, it's cold. It's definitely cold yeah, down here. Very cold up here as well. Yeah, I New thought Jersey. like like people technically consider this like kind of like southern. I guess. Yeah, I think it's far so- enough south that it's like the snow will like cause a mass hysteria. Yeah, no, like. it does. Like when, like <laughs> the last we had snow a few weeks ago. Like when the the snowstorm kind of came through, um, and like the first like thing of snow we had, it was legit snow, and um, and then we were supposed to. That was on like a Monday, and then there was supposedly snow that was going to be in the forecast like Thursday or Friday of the mm-hmm. same week, and it was like a dusting. Um, there was really nothing, and then while I was away, um, there was snow um in the forecast again and i don't even think it really snowed here but um it was all the, bust the, up here the state in virginia was in like a state of emergency <laughs> yeah meanwhile you go back up to new york new jersey and you, you can get a foot and nobody really bats an eye too much no not at all so um yeah definitely a little interesting when it snows down here but um for the most part no it's pretty good like i said it's just getting cold but um yeah no well. It's on the up. It's already almost February. We're almost back to which is uh, crazy. Summer. That we're already now. Um, almost nuts. a month into this year. Yeah, it's flying by so far, and I think February is going to go even faster because mm-hmm. it's less months. But it'll be good to have the springtime back. Get back to uh, well, it's going to say some playoff hockey, but I don't want to even talk about that. <laughs> Maybe for some of us, some of us blessed folks. Oh, I don't you know, you've been you, you've been lucky. You know, yeah, I've been lucky you've the got last two years. Hockey. Yeah, yeah. Last win I saw uh, was the playoff game against the Bruins in Game Six. Zero uh, and five this year, or zero and four, zero and five. I, sorry, zero and four. If I count the uh, the road game, I went to uh, a little bit unlucky this year for for me. I know you said that I was a little cursed. Yeah, that's like one of the <laughs> yeah one of the topics we have for discussion. Is, is, do you think you've cur- you're cursed, and do you think you've cursed this Islanders team? Maybe I sold my soul for some playoff wins, but I know I saw them get shut out by the Devils. Saw them lose to the Rangers. That's that's brutal. You don't a want to shut out to the, the Devils. Devils. Is like a, that's is, bad. is a demoralizing loss, <laughs> especially on the road, surrounded by Devils fans. My girlfriend is air quotes a Devils fan, even though I'm trying to convert her. Just a tough scene. And then I was at the game on Saturday against Toronto, where they just got. I don't want to say they got pumped, but it was not a pretty sight, to say the least. No. I hate to see um, it. Gave up a yeah. shorthanded goal. Gave up a goal with – they got the, they gave up a shorthanded goal at the beginning of the game, which took out all the air from the building. Then they got it back at the end of the first with about 30 seconds left with Zach Parise, and then they gave up a breakaway with 0.8 seconds left, and they gave up a goal. So it's just a total disaster. But – that's okay. And those, and those are wins that are going to come back to bite you. You're going to want to want those wins towards the end of the year. So yep, they got to pull maybe, this maybe. one out against Philly for sure. I mean, no doubt about that. 
Maybe you'll be banned next year from just attending <laughs> games. Maybe it's a new arena, man. I don't know. I've yet to. I don't know. That, Maybe I, that arena that was built on 18 yep. Native American <laughs> burial grounds. <laughs> Pretty much. Just absolutely cursed. With I got to get to some win that, this year at that at the building. I have to see one, right? Is I'll there go- a game on Friday? Good question. Let me see. No, there's not. I was gonna say if they that had a game funny. the same, if they had a game the same night as Hank Knight, and they just got like demoralized because isn't that the jersey that's allegedly buried under UBS? Rumor has it. It's just a shout. I mean, tough. if if they lost on Hank Knight, I think people legit would try, you know, <laughs> somehow getting under the arena to find the jersey. Facts. Now that I'm looking at it, uh, another thing. In consideration, I didn't even realize. Projected star for Minnesota, Cam Talbot. So that's kind of cool. I didn't even think about that. For Friday? Yeah, I mean, he plays for Minnesota. You know, he'll be, he'll, yeah, he'll probably get the start. Zook, I know Zook he wasn't there for that long, line. but. Zook will be in the lineup. Um, Who else? Who else has I connections? I don't think there's really anyone else, a former Ranger Who on that team. On, let's see. Yeah, they got a lot What's of young that? got a lot of young guys coming through, so I think that is I looks like it's about it. Yeah. Kevin Churchman, Islander legend. Uh that's got Jared Spurgeon, Islander legend, but that's about it. Yeah, no no uh no former Rangers, but Zook is all you need. Yeah, it should be a, a pretty fun night. Um I already told Steph. So I'm going into work the uh into into my office the next couple of days. Um, my boss is back up from Florida, so I told her I'd go in for a couple mm-hmm. of days. And I think on Thursday I'm going to tell them, you know, everyone who's at least there that I'm wearing the ha- I'm wearing my hang jersey <laughs> on Friday. And um, if they, I've already told Steph. I was like, um, if they ask, if they ask me, sorry, my, the, 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 trying to see who knocked over something, and, and immediately the cat got blamed. Of course, of course. Um, <laughs> Always blame I, the cat. I, yeah, I already told Steph. I was like, yeah, if they ask me to do anything on Friday, I'm going to tell them no. A, Steph's like, why? It's and a I'm holy like, day. Because I have plans. And she's like, what are your plans? I'm like, we're going to watch the Hank retirement ceremony. You can't like, miss what? it. You can't miss it. I'm like, yeah, we're going to wear our jerseys. We're going to get drunk and cry. <laughs> like, that's, that's what we're going to do. And we're going to watch... The greatest New York Ranger retire his number. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'll go out and say it. Uh, he is, in my opinion, the greatest New York Ranger. As a Ranger, probably. I mean, That's, if you don't count like Gretzky, I know you could probably make an argument for Messier, probably. But he spent a lot of his good years in Edmonton, so I would. Yeah, I wouldn't make that argument. Maybe Bleach. you know, maybe Rod Gilbert, you because uh, he was Mister Ranger. He's probably uh, the facts. only one I'd say you could argue. Yeah. Um, everyone, but, but but just like the whole story behind Hank, you know, that seventh round pick, I think it was sixth or seventh yep. round pick, um, turned into this what is he fifth or sixth all time in the goaltender wins list um, something impressive surprise the only one won vesna um <laughs> i mean you know dragged this team to the playoffs and dragged yeah. wins out of this team Sounds every familiar. chance he could <laughs> yeah um i have a i have a stat i sent it to you last night but yep. i want yeah, no to in it, case yeah. anyone um hasn't seen it or on twitter or anything i want to i want to reiterate it because it, it's just a 
I was telling Steph, I'm like, this is just a stupid stat. Like, it just makes no sense. Uh, but back to Hank. Um, he's just, I don't know, good-looking guy. Um, gives back to charity. Literally dragged the Rangers teams through the mud for his entire career. Yeah. And it's a shame he's never won it. He'll, he'll never win a cup. Um, and, uh, and unfortunately. What, what, what a shame. What a shame. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And um, for some. He's, he's one of those guys that um unfortunately didn't get to end his career the way he wanted to. So yeah, that, it'll be that it'll I be a good bad for. That it'll I be a good night to see for. him back in the garden um and, and watch his number retire. And and you know, I think we talked about it last year too. Like we had mentioned that uh his number I had joked around saying like, oh like they have to um retire his number, you know, first first game back in the garden. And then when I found out they were retiring at this season, only a, a, a few months after he announced his retirement, um, I was like, holy shit, like they actually did it. Like that's insane. Yeah. So um, it'll be a fun night. Um, even if you're not a Rangers fan, it should be something to just tune into. This is true. Good stuff. But, uh, but uh, yeah. Speaking um, of retired numbers really quickly, Shirash is done to the top, but uh, rest in peace, Clark Gillies. Uh, uh, Islander yes. legend. Yeah, that was uh, very sad. They announced that after the game on Friday. Uh, 958 points, sorry, 958 games, 697 points, over 1,000 penalty minutes, played in over 160 playoff games. I mean, the guy was just a really good Islander, obviously, very good off the ice. He still was at every event for Nassau Coliseum, the new arena. He was crushing beers on his head for the uh, the playoff run last year, so real tough loss. Uh, Relatively young, too, only 67, right? Yeah, um, his daughter posted something. He, I think he lost a pretty aggressive well, he had cancer a couple of years ago, and then he got it. He must have relapsed into something. They didn't announce what, but uh, yeah, 67, I think. 64 or 67, somewhere in the mid-60s. So very sad. Rest in peace, Clark Gillies. I mean, definitely a pillar of those dynasty teams. And he's like kind of the first one to to pass away, unfortunately. So definitely a shocker to, I think, a lot of Islander fans. And yeah, uh, I got to be there on Saturday, which was kind of, I don't want to say cool, but it was a very, very moving moment doing all the tribute. They had the flowers outside of his Hall of Fame plaque. So definitely a tough loss, but just wanted to get that one out of the way. Yeah, absolutely. RIP to him and, and, you know, thoughts and prayers out to his family. Um, So, yeah, you want to jump into some games since we last potted? Yeah, we can go first. We did the uh, the Islanders first last time. Uh, Islanders don't have much even going on. So, yeah. So... Jumping into the so we recorded last Wednesday, so jumping yep. into the game that we stopped recording. <laughs> yeah, so so we literally stopped recording last Wednesday. Toronto, they're up three one. Um, most of the first period, um, Rangers are back. It's three two. Uh, I forgot this happened. I don't want to. Three two. Yeah. So so I, I I was listening back to the pod and I joked about like oh when have we seen when have we seen Mon- or Toronto yeah. blow a three one lead and they legit blew a three one lead <laughs> as yeah, soon as we finished recording that's Reeves when the game. wheels yeah the, the the wheels fell off yep. um yeah Revo looked insane he had two goals I think Fox put the 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 game tying goal in and then it was just it was just it was bad after that the final score ended up being six three the wheels absolutely fell off for Toronto um yeah. there was a goal that was taken back it was a clear kick by by Matthews um and I feel like that it was a call that the Rangers deserved to get because they kind of got shafted by a Mark Stone kick in a few weeks prior uh-huh. um it, it 
I will say Stones was a little more not kicking motion. He still, it looked like a kick after a couple of rewatches, but I'm not going to argue whether it was or not. Yeah. It's happened two weeks ago and they got pumped anyway. Um, so, yeah, um, great win there. And then a few days later, you know, they oh. went on to go play Carolina. And I think a lot of people were saying, oh, if uh, if they beat Carolina or give them a good game, you know, this team's probably pretty good. And I'm not going to say the Rangers aren't a good team. They're definitely not the best team. They they're obviously, pretty damn they, good. Yeah, they're pretty good. They obviously have some weaknesses and they need to a- address um, some issues, especially now since um, – you know, I'll just jump into it now. Kako's week to week at this point with a wrist mm-hmm. injury and Heedle's day to day. So um, you're out one of your centers and one of your um, your key wingers. So um, hopefully the Rangers front office could figure out what they're doing and then make some trades soon because Let's you got to go. fix the four three aisles. Sorry, it was Zach Parise. Very nice. Love to see <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm hoping that the Rangers uh, they can they can get ahead of this situation that they they find themselves in. But um, they got outplayed, they got outclassed. It was a tough game. Uh, I didn't enjoy watching it. Um, I had a buddy over. Um, he lives across the street from me. I met him at the Caps game. I say that every time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were watching the game, and I think I told him if the Rangers were down. Four goals because they came back at some point and like I don't remember the like it was it was a tough watch and I looked down yeah so the Rangers were losing two nothing and then the um and then they went down uh five to one and I was like if there if it's a four goal difference I'm turning it off and we're gonna watch something else and I turned it off for a little bit and then I checked the Rangers again and they were it was they started to come back it was three five I was like do we put the game back on like <laughs> and my friend's like I don't know like we every time we watch they, they don't look good they get scored on we watched for a little bit they got scored on I was like yeah that's the fucking yeah that's it like that was the, that was the sign we should not have been watching this game I was dumb Excuse me. So um, yeah, they got they got pretty much outplayed and outclassed by um, by uh, Carolina, and of course Tony D'Angelo had a point and an assist. Jesper Faust had an assist. I wouldn't be surprised if Stepan had his hands in some points. <laughs> um, and it was just a bold move by Gallant to to play um, Georgiev. I understand like he wants him to, he wanted him to ha- kind of have like a revenge game yeah. and uh, prove a point. Um, you can't really play Igor every game, but I mean, it was a strange every, choice. It was a every strange time choice. he's out there, man. He just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. He makes some weird plays on the puck, and just he's just not very good. Um, but then the Rangers came back and they answered. Um, they answered, uh, or they didn't answer. They had a, a game against Arizona the next day. Didn't really understand the schedule making behind that. How they played at home on Wednesday and then flew down to Carolina on Friday, yeah, and then they were stupid. back home on saturday and i think someone interviewed jacob truba um who apparently seemingly always has trouble getting back to new york or getting home (laughs) i don't know where he lives in new york or if he lives in somewhere in connecticut or kind of in like the upstate area and like uh uh, not rochester um like new rochelle and areas Uh like that west westchester um but he he said he didn't get home till like four in the morning, and because he got a brand new puppy, he was like, "I I didn't actually fall asleep till five thirty in the morning." Jeez. Oh, and they had a game that night, but yeah, that's brutal. Luckily, they ended. Up, it was Arizona. They ended up winning uh, seventy three. Um, but Arizona was out playing the Rangers. I think, um, yeah, the the, uh, the Rangers were down two one at the end of the first period, but then scored 
four in the second period and two in the third. So uh, they ended up winning that game seven to three. Um, a hat I think, trick by Kreider, right? Yeah, Kreider had a hat trick um, and an assist. So um, he's just you know racking up the points, um, and that and that ultimately helped him get to twenty nine goals, which was a career high for him at that point. Um, and then you know Monday, they the yesterday. The Rangers beat the Kings in a shootout. Um, again, I thought they got outplayed. Um, notable moments of the game. Brendan Lemieux got a a, uh, a five-minute major and a game misconduct. Oh, Brendan Lemieux. A, a, a when will you bad, learn? A pretty bad boarding uh, penalty uh, against Ryan uh, Ryan Lindgren. Drew Bloods, so that's where it, that's where you got the, uh, the five-minute major. And then... Um, well, yeah, it should have just been a double minor for the blood because because then um because Goodjar got a double minor for blood. Yeah, um, just a bad, like, just a bad enough hit for. But yeah, major. they gave him a five minute major and then they gave him a game misconduct mm-hmm. and, and tossed him just because it was a it was a pretty bad boarding call and yeah, I, I mean, saw he was it bar- after it was, he was, it was pretty bad. He was barking at at Lindgren and the Rangers and they were barking back at him too. Like it was a like. You can tell that the reports that he was not well liked in the Rangers locker room turned out to be pretty true. Very unsurprising, also. <laughs> yeah, no, not surprising in the slightest. Um, just because, and and as soon as he got kicked out, like fans were cheering. Some fans were cheering that he got kicked out. Other fans were booing him as he got kicked out. Uh, and and it was weird. Um, the, the Ryan Lindgren also. Uh, it was two minutes of four on four, and then three minutes on a power play. Uh, because Ryan Lindgren came back and gave him a little cross check to the, uh, I want to say lower back, and I thought there was a fight that was going to break out. Um, and I had texted you this. I was like, I was a little upset Lemieux got tossed <laughs> because I was hoping he would fight Revo. And you're like, there was no way he would have fought Revo. And I'm like, I don't know. I just think he's dumb enough to do it. It could be. I mean, I feel like Lemieux. I don't know. I I don't know too much about him, but that's a tough. It's it, tough to fight Reeves. I could see him maybe fighting like a. I don't know. Who I else think is it would have happened. I think. But. I think Gallant would have uh, meticulously waited for the right moment to strike, and I know him and Revo go back for a few years. So, yeah, um, you know, I think if if he sent Reeves out there uh, and he caught Lemieux, there there would have been a scrap that broke out. Ultimately, I think you know, Lemieux who, would who also knows? probably have no choice after some oh, yeah, point. Absolutely. Like, if you, you just got to kind of an answer. That's for the your other crimes. thing too. If he did, if he didn't if he didn't get thrown out, and Reeves is telling is saying we're doing this, it's kind of like. You yeah. got to answer the bell or you're looked at as a bitch. Yep. Pretty um, much. Uh, other notable moments. Uh, Quentin Byfield, pretty good at hockey. Uh, not going to lie. He's quite the player. He's pretty good. Um, scored in the shootout. And then uh, who followed him? But uh, I mean, this is, I don't, the, the Fox win that, that was a sick goal. Um, but to me, uh, Lafreniere, I thought his, his goal was better just because it kept the Rangers in it for another round and then they went on to win it but just the just the king shit he's skating by the king's bench ah, i he, didn't like this he, i didn't he like throws this. up the, the one i was points in 40 games oh who my cares God. just gotta uh, remind him who's the I number like one pick one. man it's gotta good. remind him who's the number one pick okay nice but if move, you look though. at it if you look at it this way if um you take all the games he played last season in the shortened season and then which was only like whatever 56 games and then you take the good chunk of games he played here 
for the 82. If you counted his full 82, I think he had like 27 points in that thing. And that's the same amount of points that like Stam Coase and a bunch of guys were first round picks <laughs> had in their first 82. No, so. no. If, if there was legit. an Islander that it did was, it, I would have been, I would have been electrified. As I just well. thought it was funny. It yeah. was king shit just because Byfield number two scores and laugh and laugh scores right after and uh-huh. throws up the quick little one. Um, yeah. It's a savage move by the, it was by the, a young, savage by the young man. Kings played a good um, game, though. Jonathan Quick, is uh, he's definitely regained his like 2012 form. I mean, he gave them a game. It was a good goalie battle from what I saw. Like I saw bits and pieces, but uh, like, Quick looks good. I mean, it was a good game. I think uh, somebody said that Fox grew up a Ranger fan, and it was like, oh, this is kind of his revenge, quote-unquote. Obviously not, but like just for like 2014, which I thought was kind of funny. But Yeah. Um- yeah, I was texting one of our buddies, Ethan, about this um, <laughs> just because he had said Fox is, is is elite. And I'm like, no, Fox is God. And uh, we should thank wh- whoever every day that he grew up a Rangers fan and not an Why Islanders fan. Why can't the man be an Islander fan? I mean, because I'm like, if me that guy was an Island- I'm like, if that guy was an Islanders fan and I had to deal with him torching this team for the next seven yeah, years of my annoying. entire life, I would – that I would, I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could do it. Nobody's a damn um, Islander fan. Why couldn't I be like good at hockey so I could go to the Islanders and just revitalize their whole defense? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think, um, based on, I think based on my lock the week last week, I'm still good. I kind of gave myself an extended lock. Yeah. We both the did. Rangers would. We're both looking good. I I said they would win or lose against Toronto. They ended up winning. I said they would lose against Carolina. I said they win the next two. So um, if they're going to drop a game, please be the one in Columbus. Do not, (laughs) I repeat, do not lose the game on Friday. You cannot lose on Friday. I don't think they will. And I hope the NHL. I mean, you thought the Honors would win. You you, you would think the Honors win for Clark Gillies and they got pumped. So I would hope the Rangers have the motivation, quite frankly. It's obviously, obviously not. I'm comparing apples to oranges, but like you would hope they get up for that game. I mean, Minnesota's sneaky good though. They're a really they're good pretty team. good. And and the thing with the Rangers is again the schedule makers are fucking them. They play Columbus away and then they have to fly home and play. Do they Minnesota play Columbus the, on the next Thursday day. or Friday? They Thursday? play Columbus on Thursday in Columbus and That's then fly brutal. back to New York. <laughs> Who is scheduling these games, bro? The schedule maker is just on. I mean, I feel bad for the guy or whoever it is, whatever system they use, because like. It's been a tough task this year, but there are definitely some questionable. Some it's questionable just so dumb, dude. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting on Friday. That's for sure. I'll probably tune in just to kind of see what happens. But it should be. Uh, and Zook's gonna score. I already know this. So when we record next week, I don't don't give me shit <laughs> that's about lock Zook of the scoring. Week. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be my lock of the week. Zook <laughs> fucking scores on Henrik Lundqvist night and ruins the fucking night. He's gonna score the game winner and ruin the night for everyone. I'm here for it. I think that'd be I'm not. <laughs> no, I don't know. I think it'll be. He uh, should be a Dallas star because facts. we would have got a fucking first round pick if he had just signed with them. Yeah, or or if they won, I think like two more games, right? I think they made the conference. Yeah, final. if they made it yeah. to the conference final, uh, that <laughs> it would have been a first, and then I think there was like another first or second round pick that would have gotten thrown in if he yep. had signed with them in the off season. Didn't help that uh, he got hurt in his like first game as a star. To be fair, but. no, yeah, <laughs> but and, and you know now he's killing it in in the uh, Minnesota because he's got yeah. a lizard tongue. Yeah, the lizard king. Shout out to Billy Garen. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Friday should be interesting though for sure. 
Uh, yeah. So what's up with the Islanders? What are they? What are they? What have they been up to? What are not the- much. Not much. <laughs> uh, I mean, they beat the Coyotes for nothing, as expected. Didn't see most of that game because I had my own hockey game, which we won ten to three. Big dubs. Love but uh, do do you think every? I would like to look at every team that Arizona's played so far. Do we? And see, like, <laughs> has there been a team that's so bad they've lost to every team at least once throughout the year? Probably Montreal. I, I want to argue Montreal is probably there. Arizona? They're horrible. <sighs> yeah, I mean, they're both pretty horrible. The only reason I say that article, is because Montreal lost to Arizona a few nights ago. Yeah. There's an article um, that kind of like was like, what happened to Montreal? Like, wh- why did they become so bad all of a sudden? And I'm like... They weren't that they like weren't last, never that good. I think everyone let the 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 run last year really inflate oh, yeah. their heads. Because I'm like they they shouldn't have made the the playoffs last year. We should all be aware of that. Uh, we were one goal away. We were one goal away from playing them. Uh, I want to die. I want to yeah, die. Like you would have like like if if we would have pumped them. If you don't let up that shorthand goal, that oh. only goal in Game Seven. <laughs> Like if the oh, puck doesn't bounce over Barzell's stick oh, and he God. ties it up, you win a cup. I, I genuinely the Islanders that win a with cup. Barzell. You ugh. anyway, but yeah, Montreal is terrible. They you're right. <laughs> they they suck. got their their ego, and I think a lot of people's I think a lot of people saw Cole Caulfield who has one goal and I, I cannot 27 wait for him games. to get traded. I cannot wait for him to get traded. Good trade by me and fancy hockey. That didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, Nick Suzuki, who's doing our, who's he's doing good, but like Carey Price is out basically all year. Jake Allen's out for six to eight weeks. I mean, it's a tough go, but uh, they they're probably my guess for who's lost the most games. But yeah, Islanders beat Arizona in the uh, Andrew Ladd revenge game, pretty easy win. Sorokin had to make seventeen saves, so not bad at all. They outshot them thirty-five to seventeen, so about as expected. Scott Mayfield got a goal. Austin Jarnick got a goal. So some some fun names in there. Uh I mean don't have too much about that game just because you know it, it is what it is. Like they just they play the coyotes. You expect them to win. They should win. But we lost to Toronto on Saturday. I was in attendance. Uh that goal with 0.8 seconds left totally ruined the game just because you you're playing Toronto, they're damn good. I mean they look Really solid this year, minus their few collapses. I mean, you go into the period on a back-to-back, first intermission, tied 1-1. You're feeling pretty good about yourself, I would think. But now when you give up a goal with 0.8 seconds left, just totally took the air out of the building. And now there's never got another goal. So that took them out of that game, uh, which was a real shame. But it was also kind of unfortunate that they blew that lead to the Rangers because Sheldon Keefe goes on and says, oh, my, our team is really soft right now. And who do they play next? The Islanders. Like, are you kidding me? Like, it's just a bad, bad cosmic, cosmic justice. But it was fun seeing John Tavares for the first time. Uh, it was the first time I got to see him live. So that was at least interesting. Uh, fans still hate him. That is confirmed. UBS must have messed up because they were doing the anthems before the game. And during the Canadian anthem, I guess they were just showing players, but they put him on the screen for like a second and a half. And like the whole arena just like, boom, like, just went crazy and they immediately panned off him so i think that was a mistake which was at least kind of comical at the time he's gonna be one of those players that could never show his face on long island ever again no like, he's legit banned from there unless he says i'm sorry i want to come back in like five to eight years and try to win us a cup i think that's the only way that he could earn some will back but if he comes back and he sucks like 
He's never going to come back. The, the British the thing, he's never, yeah, he's, he's never going to come back. And, <laughs> and do you want John Tavares in five years? No, probably Eight. not. Yeah, like I don't. It's, yeah, I don't know if I'd want him in three to four years. Yeah, not, <laughs> not ideal. But yeah, the, the fans still hate him. I mean, he got leveled by Matt Martin, which was uh, which is pretty funny. But like, it's it's crazy. They even on the faceoffs when he loses a faceoff, they boo him, or sorry, they cheer for the Islanders when they beat Tavares on a faceoff. Like it's it's really impressive how much they hate. Nothing him. will ever come close to the first game back there and just like the that absolute unbelievable just just chaos the snakes the booing like it was just it was an so insane electric. experience and i just remember like watching it just dying of laughter because i'm like <laughs> this is exact i'm like this is what being a fan is all about like facts it, and and it's and some people are like you know some people i should I should rephrase that. Toronto media said, <laughs> oh, of course. oh he, the, the Islanders fans are ridiculous. Duh, 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 duh. I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, this is like, this is their Super Bowl. This yeah, is like the greatest at the day time. of all time for them. Yeah. Like, like the guy who turned his back on the team comes back. I'm pretty sure they ended up losing that game too, if I remember correctly. The Islanders um, like pumped them. Yeah, it was a the yeah, the, the, like his first game back, he loses and he got utterly embarrassed by the entire yeah. fan base. And I know they they acted at the time like before the game. I remember even now they're like, oh, like honor fans, these barbarians. Like they acted like we were like pelting him with like beer cans. What are the only thing they got that was bad was they somebody threw a rubber snake on the ice in warmups. That was the only thing that happened. But that's in the past. Uh, so that was kind of cool to see him in person just to kind of get that experience. But tough game. I mean, those goals at the end of the first really hurt him. Two of the same goals on Barlamov, who uh, didn't look bad, but. Not his best effort, but uh, they got to win tonight. Officially confirmed as of about 10 seconds ago. Big 4-3 win against Philly. Handing Philly their 13th straight loss. <laughs> oh, it's just so funny. So they've won all three against Philly. Back to 500. Philly uh, is entering the Shane Wright chat, unfortunately. Oh, 100%. I would be very upset if they came away with Shane Wright. But, uh, yeah, it's my dad just texted me too bad they can't play Philly 82 games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they would be uh they'd be stuff for that. But yeah, late goal by Parise with about nine minutes left. Uh Bar- Barzi got one, Dobson got one, Lee got one. They started off down two nothing, so big comeback. Um you just love to see it. I mean, they needed that one to get back on track. I said four out of the next five. They've won two out of three. They got LA and Seattle coming up. It's possible. So we'll see. But that's really about it. Besides Gillies and the wins, I mean only on the news is Baratrot's bench Wallstrom for last game again. Like he was a healthy scratch, which was a bit ridiculous. But I don't know. It's a weird situation. I understand he really didn't look good. He looked like he was kind of floating around out there the last few games. But I don't know. He's like your only goal scorer, and then you lose. You can't score a goal against Toronto. It's uh, it's it's tough. But he's. I don't know what to make of it. Barry's made some some interesting calls this year. Even today, he put all the lines in a blender. And had Barzell starting with Bovillier and Bailey, I think. And then eventually he went back to Bellows and Lee. And immediately when he went back to Barzell and Lee, they scored a goal. So Barzell's out here telling the media it's tough to play without consistent line mates. Pelix out here is telling them that he should keep Salo in. So I think there is a little bit of internal animosity brewing amongst the team. Just probably, probably amplified because of the losing, I would guess. Just because everybody wants to win. I'm sure Barzell wants a line mate, but... That was really the only big news this week. I didn't disagree with the Wallstrom benching, but people tend to get all up in a hubbub about what Trotz does nowadays. 
think there's something in the New York water because Gallant's been the same way, just like switching yeah. lines up and I don't know what making it is. questionable decisions. So yeah, I'm 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 with you there. Um, something else, uh, kind of irrelevant, and you, you you might disagree, but I I whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking back to the Rangers win against Toronto. Um, cause I know there's been graphics that are popping up because, you know, Toronto's just a good team and Campbell uh-huh. has like this insane, you know, goals allowed percentage and save percentage because Toronto's just a good team and they're not letting yep. teams get shoot on them. So they're like, Oh, he's in Vesna conversation and Chesty's also in Vesna conversation. I'm like, it, it's, it's at this point, in my opinion, Chesty's trophy to lose. Oh, 100%. and I don't think Jack Campbell should be in the conversation for the Vesna. I think there's I really better I don't think Jack – I don't want to say Jack Campbell's bad. He's not. He's a good goalie, but, like, people are acting like he's his top flight goalie in the NHL, and I don't think that's true at all. No, I don't either. I just don't think at this point in time he should be in the conversation. It's like, look at the team he plays in front of. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the same thing with, you know, people who say Brodeur is the best goaltender of all time. I'm like, Look at the people who played in front of him. Look at, you know, the era he played hockey. I'm like, yeah, is he a good goaltender? Absolutely. I'm not arguing that. Is he the greatest of all time? No. Probably not. No. Um, I don't so, know. It's interesting with uh, with the whole kind of situation. I don't know. It's because it, he kind of reminds me of like a Devin Dubnik type. And I could be totally baseless with it because Dubnik had a tough – he was terrible in Edmonton, terrible in – Nashville. He went to Arizona, worked with Sean Burke, their their goaltending coach, and he became a superstar in Minnesota, right? And then all of a sudden, a couple years later, he plays a couple good years in Minnesota, starts to fall off there, gets traded to I think Montreal, doesn't play there, goes to the AHL, and now he signed a AHL tryout with the Wild and got released because he's that bad. That kind of reminds me of a Jack Campbell kind of deal. Yeah, apparently, he's a very nice guy, very charismatic guy, playing for a good team. He's playing some good hockey, but like. The guy couldn't break into the league for the. He got drafted in the top. I think he was thirteenth overall in two thousand and eight. I mean, correct yeah, me if I I'm wrong. Say, I didn't know he's been in the league for so long. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna fall. I think he's gonna fall back off. I don't think he's able to sustain this. You, you've seen it countless yeah, times with goalies like Andrew Hammond, Devin Dubnik. I just. I can't see it. It's just. It, he it's was the eleventh overall pick by the Stars. Uh, I was close in the, the two thousand and ten yeah. draft. Close. <laughs> yeah, so how dare like, I not know where Jack Campbell was drafted? Yeah. So, so, so he's been in the league for twelve years at this point, and is like just now starting to to get a start. And I'm like, he was considered sure. a big bust for a decade, a huge yeah. bust. I'm like, for, for, that's that's great that he's getting a shot now, but I'm like, he's thirty years old. It's the same thing with um, it's, it's similar to like Markstrom. Where he's an older goaltender, like what is he? He's probably in his thirties too. Probably thirty two, thirty three. Like, in the last couple of years, he's had this renaissance in his career. And, you know, he just got paid big bucks by Calgary. Yeah. But he's but he's not looked good as of recent. He got paid and just kind of started looking like shit. So, it's mm-hmm. just it's just very weird. Um, yeah. I mean, just hey, if he wins some games, he wins some games. So, I can't can't knock him there. But I am definitely curious to see the progression. But I, it is Shostrykin's race to lose for sure. Shostrykin's is probably the heart. Conversation at this point, which means he should oh, yeah. definitely be in the the Vesna conversations. While we're while we're on the topic of Igor, uh, I'll just read this this stat that was brought to you by um, Ryan Mead of Blue Shirt Breakaway. Um, so he tweeted: uh, Since 2014, um, Igor has played in 206 professional hockey games. He's counting his KHL career. Um, 
He's only lost 38 games. 206 games, he has only lost 38. Yes. He's a bit misguided, but it's still a cool stat. Do you take the – is there a caveat in the stat? Yes, he was playing for for Putin's team, and it was very rigged. Absolutely. 100%. I agree. We're going to get taken out by the Russians. It's his, I mean, it, that's just a fact. That's his favorite team, and it's just they always win, no matter what. And, uh, and no, we're not going to be something to say and, about it. And we're not going to, and we're not going to get taken down because the CSKA Twitter account is just constantly trolling people. So <laughs> they got to be in on the joke. Um, but if you want to look at it um, in his just NHL career, he's forty six and twenty, which makes um, more so, sense. Still yeah, very so good, obviously. It's it's well over. What the fuck is my cat doing? Munchie, what the fuck are you doing? Hold on. My cat's getting into something. So, <laughs> um, so yes, I will leave you with that. Um, retro, re- reverse retros, we'll jump into that. I'll leave you with that for now. Are the Islanders going to bring back their fisherman jerseys because there's going to be a new spin on them? Oh, God, I hope not, but I know it. I just know it's going to happen. They're, the NHL is, as Chris runs off to fetch his cat, <laughs> the, uh, the NHL announced, I think, a couple of days ago or yesterday or at some point this week that the NHL reverse retros are coming back. Um, let me try to find the quote um, of exactly where it is. Oh, where did I send it? Here we go. The program will once again involve all 32 teams with new designs, so not the same as the old ones, with some reportedly, quote, Bending the definition, end quote, of reverse retro. I mean, whatever the hell that means. Um, I'm really concerned that the Fishman's coming back. They've been kind of teasing it just based on what the Islanders give out in their in their team store. But I don't know. I wouldn't be as upset if maybe it was the Islanders logo with the Fisherman colors. I could get behind that. Just the whole Fisherman logo looking as it does and how terrible the connotation is. It's I don't a sick want jersey. That. Bring back I'll the fishermen. The I could get by with the colors. I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll form a truce. We'll make an alliance with all the fishermen lovers, including our buddy Josh, and I'll say, hey, well, we can do the colors. No, no, fishman, whatever his name is, Gordon the fisherman. No, Gordon. I like the wave on the jersey. If they, if, if they didn't do the fisherman logo, like the the one that peeves you off yeah. if they just change it to maybe like a lighthouse. You know, have you ever had like kind of cool? Have, have you ever had cool. like Blue Point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like something like, like that. If, yeah. If they use like the, a lighthouse and then it had like Islanders um, in like a, the fisherman font and I then like the wave it. on that, I like that's sure. If if that's what I can get you behind, and, I, really and the, we texted this, and yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna make this official. <laughs> we texted this. If the Islanders somehow end up with Shane Wright, you will buy a Shane Wright fisherman jersey. Absolutely, deal. That that I can make a deal on, <laughs> and I'll wear it to the first game I go to after. Okay. Uh, I can get behind um, that one. But yeah, no, you sent me that news, and um, I don't know I'm what the Rangers going are going to do. I'm surprised, I'm surprised they didn't do it, it this year. I mean, it was it was fun last year. I think a lot of people liked them, um, and it was cool to kind of talk Blasty. about what jerseys were great and suck. <laughs> yeah, it get, Blasty got brought back. <laughs> if you're an OG um, those, fan of our podcast, you know about Blasty. Um, those sick Anaheim jerseys got brought Facts. back. Um, the Rangers don't have many options. That's the problem. I think – I, I don't know. I think the Islanders would probably go fishermen. I think the Rangers go red. They'll go with a red jersey. We we had talked about that before, though, I think. Yeah, I would love them to do like a red jersey. Um, I would have really liked if they I, I don't know if they ever I would have I really have to do my homework on this, but I know there is a red version of the Lady Liberties. So if they had it's, gone that sounds if correct. Had, if they had done that for the reverse retro, the first one, I think 
that w- I think that would have been a sick look. Um, just because I know, like the blue, like they changed up the blue version and it was, it was cool. But um, I think if they had gone with like a red version to start, it would have been sick. So yeah, maybe a, a red jersey is, is around the corner. I'm hoping they can like maybe take a uh, like a page out of the Knicks playbook with like their city jerseys and That'd maybe cool. they're inspired the NBA by has it. great city jerseys. You have to give them that. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, the Rangers take a page out of out of the Knicks book and or, maybe maybe uses a logo or something or yeah. or um. Maybe does something close to like uh, I don't know if they call themselves the Riveters anymore, like the women's team. Yeah, I don't know what they call themselves, but yeah. Or here's a bold take for both teams. Maybe the Islanders go with that orange jersey with like the kind of the the blue the horns like, on them. No, it has like the I don't know. It has like the blue on like the the abdomen part, which I kind of like. Uh, they wore them in the mid two thousands, and maybe the Rangers go with an offshoot of the. 2012 Winter Classic jersey with the cream. Yeah, I I wouldn't be upset with that jersey. I, it's just more like the logo and what they're going to put on it. Like, is it going to be yeah, just like fair. a Rangers? Like, I really don't know what they could do because they've they've kept their jerseys so, you know, streamlined and uniform for pretty much almost 100 years at this point. Oh, uh, You're not going to be able to see that. Oh, come on. There we go. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about too. Yeah, like I, I call. Yeah. Oh, like okay. The horns. horns. Yeah, 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 yeah. The horns going towards wow, the bottom. Wow, we're we're a great podcast, just showing each other pictures and nobody else can see them. Um, uh, Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon <laughs> and watch the video recordings. <laughs> so if anybody uh, wants to see us, uh, it's four thousand dollars a month. <laughs> um, Please pay our rents. Please. But um, what was I gonna say? Like, yeah, it would be cool if maybe, um, yeah, like a winter classic jersey or like Mm -hmm. um, the stadium series uh, jersey they did in 2014. It was like white and it just said New York across it. Uh, That was cool. Um, Maybe I'm pretty. No, they weren't the American. Maybe like they take a maybe they go really, really retro and like do like an Americans inspired Jersey or something. Talk about retro. My God. Really retro. (laughs) Um, Or, or or like they just come out with like the regular rain. Like they'll do like, they'll take a page out of the Islanders book where it's like, they just, (laughs) they just put like, they just change the color like slightly, but it's a legit sweater. Like, like they send guys out in legit sweaters. <laughs> Get the most boring reverse retro of all time. I wonder if the Anders is screwed up again. Maybe let's go like maybe let's go even darker blue. Just go a shade darker. Just see what that would that would make so many people mad. Oh my god. It would god. be so funny if um if they just sent like if their jerseys were just like the regular Islanders jerseys, but it was just like <laughs> Lou's face was the logo. <laughs> It'd be very fitting, would it not? It would be very, very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank thank you for for jumping into that and talking some nonsense while i got the cat out of whatever she was in always um, fun having a cat so before we hop into this last topic uh as of tonight former new york ranger keith yeah he's the new iron man of the nhl okay in the islander game uh, yep. a lot of a lot of cool moments like uh a lot of players went up to him warm-ups kind of congratulated him it's pretty nuts that number one all things aside like very impressive not to get hurt over the years, 13 years, since 2009, when he was with the Phoenix Coyotes and Wayne Gretzky was the coach, which is nuts. <laughs> but, like, the guy, I don't know, maybe it's a conspiracy, but, like, the guy didn't get COVID and he hasn't been contact traced. He didn't get contact traced last year, which would have sat him out, which is pretty wild. But, hey, Mark right to him. Maybe he's just a beast. But 
I remember Elliot Freeman tweeted out that, or he put it in his 32 thoughts that the reason he signed in Philly, even though I think he didn't have a great relationship with Vino, I think I remember correctly from his Ranger days, was that Philly said, okay, yeah, Keith, like, we'll get you to that Iron Man streak. Like, you're going to do it, which was a big reason. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and Yandel ended up winning because Vino's not there right now. Um, everybody wins. Islanders won tonight. Yandel won for that. So everybody wins in the end. So very good. I was listening to a Chicklets clip before we recorded, and Whitney was saying um, – there was like on one occasion he took a puck to like the face and like completely like his teeth got like fucked up like lost teeth and they said he was in like the emergency room in hospital till like three in the morning and they had a game the next day and they like just wired like his jaw oh shut and everything God. and he had like the modified helmet and everything but like he played the next night just because he's like I don't want to lose the streak. He's committed, man. So and yeah, he, he's he, he's a he played through a bad foot injury too. I think a few years ago he basically like broke his foot. I think he just played through that. I mean. Call him crazy, but hey, that is he's an impressive. Man. Call him Iron Man. Another guy's not too far behind him from Arizona as well. Phil, Phil Kessel. Yep, he's only like twenty. Yeah, he's yep. only like twenty-five games behind him. So um, that's also pretty crazy that they're so sure. close. And you know, if if Phil really, if Yandel wants to retire and Phil wants to give it one more go, he legit could just pass it next year, and it's that would be like what the shortest, <laughs> the shortest like yeah. title holder of a streak of all time. It took thirty five years to break it the first time, and now it takes uh thirty five days. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So congrats to him. Um. And I guess the last topic before we yeah. start wrapping up the show is uh just some trade rumors because there have been they have been flying around for one team. Um, Islanders don't want anything leak. Islanders could be in on Nathan McKinnon. We would never know. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think anything is is legit yet. I mean, uh, we I had kind of we had like joked about it a few weeks ago, if like the Rangers being in on Chikrin and what it would take. But it seems like the Rangers are really in on Chikrin at this point, or it Free- seems like they are one Freeman of the teams. They were that's- out today. Oh, now they're officially thoughts. out. Freeman said that he thinks, which usually means that he knows. It's like when he thinks that he's like, I'll, I think that Alex Nylander to Pittsburgh has some momentum, and then 15 minutes later, Nylander's part of Pittsburgh. He said that he thinks the Kings and Rangers are out. This was as of like an hour ago, also. Oh, okay, yeah, thoughts. I didn't see that. Yeah, so. that's what I figured, um, but. I'm I'm surprised. That's the the other thing. I'm I am surprised that they're out. Supposedly. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they are out, I get it. It was it. Here's the thing. Like, it makes sense to get him, but also it's like it's not really a position of need. Yeah. It, it, just, it makes the defense better, but it's like it's not your biggest need yeah, like, right now. I don't. Yeah, it's not something I'm like too too worried about right now. I, I'm definitely worried about a top six winger. I think what I do want to dispel is the rumors that have again come up saying um it was two rumors it was one is that the rangers are in like heavily in on jt miller um he's not moving those, i don't think those, anymore those rumors came out over a week ago and again going way, back to i Ryan, think it's like way over a week ago now right it's a couple weeks well i'm just saying last week oh, i was okay, listening okay. to um blue shirt breakaway um their ot episodes um gotcha. on patreon and i guess ryan is somewhat of an insider now like kind of he he gets some scoops like he he had said in a discord uh room that i'm not in because i don't pay enough for the patreon for it um that <laughs> it was like like the third or fourth day of the year he's like I, i'm hearing chicken is like he's gonna get he's like a big trade line trade deadline asset and then like four days later it came out that like he he <laughs> was gonna be like trade bait so um he said 
that and and Greg agreed that it's just all a smokescreen by Vancouver. They're just trying to get more people involved in a trade potentially for JT Miller yeah, saying, "Oh, about right. look, the Rangers are in, and they're going to look at look at them. They're one of the better teams." So and they have all these a, they have all these assets that they could use Miller away before they do. If you want to yeah. fuck them, so. Um, I and and the, he didn't have a great relationship when he left New York, so why would he want to come back? He also seems to be a good fit in Vancouver. The guys like him. He's like an emotional leader there. It's a weird situation all around. And then there there was one more rumor, and it, this was like I think um I think Sarah Valley. So th- this this branch of information is crazy so nhl watcher <laughs> on twitter tweeted a quote from frank saravalli on the jeff marrick show that, <laughs> that my neighbor um, who knows my yeah this guy who knew this guy who yeah. knew this guy who knew this guy's cousin <laughs> uh, he's so frank uh said on marrick show that the rangers are apparently in on the Blackhawks uh, player Ryan Carpenter. Yeah, I saw that. He's a good player, which makes no fucking sense to me. But he's, yeah, I was gonna say he's a good little player. But like, do you really? I mean, do you really need Ryan Carpenter? He's like no. He's like a Sammy Blay type, which I guess I understand they probably want to replace Sammy Blay. Is my probable guess, but questionable. Here's my, for sure. here's, here's my issue. If you wanted Ryan Carpenter, why the fuck did you sign Barkley Goodrow? Because. Barkley Goodrow and Ryan Carpenter are similar players. They don't provide a ton of offense, but they're really good on defense. They could probably kill penalties. Barkley Goodrow is and Ryan Goodrow is Car- much better than Carpenter, though. That's good. That's a, like, like they're just they're guys that are always going to be around at the, the deadline, and they're the guys that like everyone says, "Oh, you need these guys on your team." I'm like, but you already have one in Goodrow, so like we should not be looking down this route because at one point you're going to just start sacrificing skill for defense and defense doesn't win games. As much as you say defense wins games, offense wins games too. You need to shoot the puck and you need to score. And you're losing guys feel, who can attacked. score. I feel attacked <laughs> by my New York Islanders fandom. <laughs> hey, you need those guys for the playoffs though. You can't lie. You do need those yeah, guys no, for the absolutely. playoffs. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. I just think the Rangers have so many of them already in Rooney, Reeves to a certain extent, Goodrow, like – you, the, the bottom six, it's or the bottom line, really. McKay, you can throw him in, even though, like, I'm done with him. I don't. <laughs> Leibor Hayek, the best, somehow. The best name in the league, Greg McKay. <laughs> Greg McKay. Um, Leibor Hayek. It's just like you have these guys who are going to do exactly what you want. So just, just don't. You need skill. Top six. Kako's out. Laugh should be playing on the top six. It should not be good drill. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, that's not this is not it's not here nor there. Um so yeah, just just go after some high upside players, top here's, six. Speaking of high upside top six guys, here's my crazy theory of the week where I try to connect players to Islanders and Rangers that are never gonna happen. Uh in his thirty one thoughts, Elliot Freeman said, another situation, number eleven, another situation to keep an eye on, Phillips Adina at Detroit, who I think was sixth overall in 2018, I believe. Steve Eiserman never tips his hand. You can't help but look at it and wonder if it's time for a fresh start. Sedina for Kravtsov, probably New York's probably got to throw a little bit more, but like he's a high upside right winger. It's a right shot. He had a really, I mean, he, he was almost went third overall instead of Kaka Niemi. Uh, I mean, it's a pretty weak draft. He slipped kind of, I guess, unsurprisingly. He's had a really tough go in Detroit. So I don't know. Is there a match there? There could be. That's my wild theory of the day. 
I wouldn't be mad at it. I would. I wouldn't say it's no. a risk. It's a risk. You know, you, you, if you want to trade Kravtsov and get an established top six guy back because he's your best trade piece, I think it's probably the way to go. But like, if you want to risk it, Zadina has the upside. You just don't know if he's going to pan out to be that guy you want him to be. It, to me, it's worth it because Kravtsov is not going to play for the Rangers. True. So it's kind of like our. If you could trade a guy who, let's say, isn't going to pan out and you could just walk away from him at the end of the day. If, uh-huh. if Let's say you could just do one for one. In an ideal world, it's just a one for one trade. I it feel could be like, at this yes, point. Detroit probably wins that trade a little bit if they can sign Kravtsov long term and he pans out. But like if both players don't pan out and it's Which just kind of like that's also like. I would not be okay. I would not be against a one for one trade. Um, it'd be interesting. I think it would be real interesting. I mean, he's only 22. He's not going to be 23 until November. 21, 20. I mean, Zadina's got 11 points in 40 games this year. The same when did you, when did you say Zadina turns uh, November? 23? He turns 23 in November. Kraftsoft turns 23 in December. So they're the same age. Is it the same draft? Is Kravtsov 2018? Yeah, it yeah, was because that was the Wallstrom. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that 2018 draft, you had Dalene, Svechnikov, Kakaniemi, Kachuk, and Hayden as your top five. Zadina goes six. Quinn Hughes goes seventh. Oops. Uh, Kravtsov <laughs> goes nine. Wallstrom and Dobson go 11 12. So, I mean, I don't know. That's just my crazy kind of theory of the day. But if they want to move on from him, you guys need a right winger? It's not the worst bet. No, I, I, I would not be against that. Is he a Galan player though? That's what I don't know about. But he's a big guy, six foot, two hundred. I mean, big enough, especially on skates. But. Seems to be like a long guy then. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. That's uh, that's my crazy theory today. But yeah, he he doesn't look too good in Detroit, so he definitely needs a fresh start. He's got the skill, so we'll see what happens. Put up eighty-two points in fifty-five games in Halifax. Sorry, fifty-seven games. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, that's about all my thoughts for the episode. My lock of the week still stands at they're going to win four out of five. So we'll check in next week if they beat LA and Seattle, almost in Minnesota, LA and Seattle. So, so yeah. You guys, anything else you want to do? It's number of the week. Uh, yeah, I'll do numbers. My lock is that the Rangers they're gonna they're gonna lose one, win one this next two games. I'm hoping they, <laughs> I'm hoping they can win two, but we'll see what happens. Columbus isn't that good, so I'm hoping they can pull out two victories. Um, Possible. Zook will probably score on Friday, so I'm just not, <laughs> I'm not counting that out. Um, so yeah, number of the week. The number the, the number this week is ninety. Uh, there mm. are three Rangers who have worn number ninety. It's more than um, you would think, also for number ninety. It's very recent. The first player to wear it was in twenty eighteen. Yeah, on the Rangers like, for I feel like you don't get too many seasons. old guys wearing those high numbers. No, twenty eighteen for two seasons. Yeah. Oh God, I have no idea. Vladislav Nemestnikov. Oh, that's a weird one. That's so, a weird one. He, wasn't he in the JT Miller trade? I think he was, right? Believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think he was. Yeah, he um played. He was, in, he was like a throw-in for salary, I think. Yeah, he was in Tampa. So yeah, he only ended up playing 19 games that first season, and then he played 70. Uh, played 78 games that next season. And then I think they yeah. So um, he's become a good little player in Detroit. Yeah, he was uh, 31 points in 78 games, and they got traded um, that next season. So he played only two games in New York before he got traded to um, 
Ottawa and he played there for 54 games before he got traded to Colorado <laughs> where he played nine games. And then Poor since guy. then he uh, has been in Detroit. So he's been, the, he's been in Detroit the last two years. He's he got 20 points in 42 games in Detroit. So um, yeah, he's in uh, New, the New York for three years. So kind of a blip of a player. Um, the next player to wear 90, only one season. I, I don't know how he got this number. I think it might've been in 20. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it was Georgiev. Apparently, somehow he oh, had number ninety. Probably like oh yeah, it's a rookie rookie camp, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it's twenty. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me see when Nemestnikov came in. Nemestnikov had them in eighteen, nineteen. Then, um, yeah, he got traded. No, he got traded to New York in seventeen, eighteen. So I don't know how. I don't. I really don't know how. Georgiev have had 90 at some point because Nemesnikov had 90 at the same time. But um, let's see if you're over there. We know who Georgiev is. I'm not going to jump into that. <laughs> and the most recent player to wear it was in 2021, Justin Richards. I think he's in their farm system still. He only played one game for New York. Um, yeah, uh, hockey reference literally only has him one game. He had one point, and it was an assist. Um, that was it. He literally yeah, we got point. Got him card for that. Yep, one game, one point. So, uh, good for you there. Um, where is where is he playing now? Uh, is he, I, I literally have no clue. I have no idea where he is. Hold on, now I need to, now I need to find him. <laughs> Justin Richards. Yeah. Uh, let's see, elite prospects. Of course, it's taking forever to load. Says yeah, he's, he's in the, Hartford. Yeah, yeah, he's in the wolf. Yeah, he's with the Wolfpack. That's what I figured. Um, hey, yeah, one game, one assist, good for him. Yeah, and he's got eight points in thirty-one games this year. So uh, I don't think he'll be seeing the main roster anytime soon. No, probably not. But hey, respect him at the NHL. So he's better than ninety-nine percent oh, yeah. of the population. Ninety-nine point nine percent. And I think I don't know if Minnesota Duluth won a. A national title when he was there, but he played with them for a few years, and he was uh, an awesome. assistant captain one year. So oh, good for him cool. there. Um, but yeah, so no, that's the uh, any, uh, yeah, Scott Perunovich. He's a good old player for the Blues. That's about it, though. Um, but yeah, no, that's um, that's about it. So uh, I'll wrap it up here. Um, thank you for. Um, Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, make sure you leave us a f- uh, five stars. Um, write us a nice review um, and share the podcast with people you know, friends, yes, family. Uh, play it more than once. You know, ask us questions. Be tweeting at us. You know, we had a couple of Twitter exchanges as of recently, so it's nice to exchange <laughs> with people and talk to them online. And yeah. I'm not being facetious. I'm no, being yeah, genuine. Exactly. Yeah. We like to, uh, even if we disagree with some people, like, Hey, it's a great conversation to have. Everybody's got their own insights. Exactly. Um, so yeah, make sure you're doing all that and, um, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Recapping Lundquist night. Yes, sir. All, all right, right. Kevin, anything else? Nope. All good. All right. Well, we'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>